Hello. Hello. I'm Justin. I'm Allison. And this is episode eight of Robots on Typewriters. Yeah, welcome to episode eight. Well, I'm still all excited about last week's episode where we actually had a guest. I know. Garrett was a fantastic guest and we played some very fun games. It was so fun. Yeah, I'm thinking we'll be having more guests on more often. Yeah, maybe the next week, hopefully. We'll see. Yeah, hopefully. Um, We do this thing where we record a week in advance. So (laughs) whenever there's something that actually happens in the news or current events concerning our type of thing, um, I always feel like we're lagging getting to it when (laughs) a little Uh, bit. We're a little late, but I think news in this field, I mean, it it happens a lot, but like big stuff kind of just sticks around, right? Like it's not like we're doing a news podcast necessarily. And I think the thing we're talking about today is uh, still pretty relevant. I think it it just closed, but it's still accepting submissions. So I'm going to jump right into my zesty hat. Please. And that zesty hat is Proc Jam. Proc Jam is a game jam of procedurally generated games, art, programs, music, whatever. They just take all kinds of generative software of any kind. They get people to submit whatever they have, and they put it all up on Itch.io, the free indie game website marketplace, I guess. Is it a marketplace if everything's free? Uh, (laughs) Tough questions. Proc Jam's been running now for four years. This was the fifth Proc Jam that just wrapped up a couple of weeks ago, the 2018 Summer Edition. And they got all kinds of great submissions this year. So first, let me tell you a little more about Proc Jam. So according to their own website, they're a friendly, fun community of people who like getting computers to make things, kind of like us. (laughs) They do pretty much anything from games to art to whatever else people want to make. And once a year, they put on what you would want to call a game jam, but it's an art jam, a whatever jam, strawberry jam, whatever, whatever you like. (laughs) That's what I want. So they have all kinds of stuff they make and they have people make and all the stuff they make makes stuff so you might be wondering what is procedural generation it's it's kind of a tough question it's <laughs> just things that are made by an algorithm rather than by a person so a lot of the stuff we showcase on here is procedurally generated i think one easy way to think of what counts as procedurally generated is kind of thinking of it like a computer doing a mad lib So Mm -hmm. like a text procedural generation, you might have a sentence where the sentence structure is subject, verb, object, and you might feed a computer all kinds of words that can be a subject, all kinds of words that can be a verb, and all kinds of words that can be an object. And that way you're never writing a sentence, but the computer can make a large number of combinations of sentences based on just the stuff you give it. And that's basically a very oversimplified way of describing Mm -hmm. what procedural generation is. Um, It's not as kind of math intensive as something like a neural network. Uh, It's pretty easy to just get involved in making procedurally generated stuff. Like all of those uh, Twitter bots, a lot of the bots done quick uh, are probably procedurally generated bots. One named me would guess. Uh, They even suggested for this year's Proc Jam If you wanted to make something and weren't quite sure of uh, how to make something or what to 
what to do for proc jam that box bots done quick is a great way to start making your own procedurally generated content so i thought i would show off three of this year's submitted games nice because i i couldn't believe i mean I couldn't believe how many there were. Like, I think they, they had 78 entries this year, and so many of them are just so cool and so impressive and interesting. And a lot of them, I'm sure you're, I, I don't know what you're going to highlight for us here, but a lot of them are just so, like, beautifully simple. And it, there's just, like, there's no real point to them, but they're just so pleasant and interesting. And I love it. It's so Yeah, cool. absolutely. You're not much of a gamer, but... Uh, no. <laughs> game jams often produce really cool content like this where it's like something that's just got one simple mechanic that mm. a lot of times a game jam might last a week or it might even be like a 24 hour or 48 hour thing like stay up and make this game so game jam content often is this kind of uh somewhat unfinished unpolished but beautifully simple product coming out so seeing all of that but also with the the computer generated flavor that we like so much was something special to check out yeah so the first one i'm going to showcase there's a visual and a text component so i strongly suggest the things i tell you about you go over and check out you can find all this stuff at itch.io itch.io slash jam slash proc jam p-r-o-c-j-a-m that'll have all the entries to this year's proc jam the first one i wanted to show you is Proc Jam Tarot. Mm. Proc Jam Tarot was made by a user called Wadaboo. Sorry, Wadaboo. I'm probably not saying your username <laughs> right, but whatever. That's what you get for having a name. <laughs> for Proc Jam Tarot, there's three you get three tarot cards per hand. And it's it's really simple. There's nothing to it. There's just three pictures for the tarot cards. You know, tarot cards often have elaborate kind of mystical art and these are no different in my experience just clicking through them you normally either find one kind of color palette or another and it kind of matches the word it normally matches the word pretty well but you'll either get like a warm color palette or a, a pretty cool color palette but it's it's always pretty uh coherent art even though the lines on the art are just kind of random they almost end up looking like wildflowers or like a, mm. an impressionist version of flowers or something where it's just swirly lines colored in some color and then they also like any good tarot deck have names so the names are uh there's different packs of tarot cards here that all have their own little theme and color scheme so right now i'm playing with the goblin pack so i have cards like two of sticks <laughs> the scholar rainbow crossroads return and all of it at just a quick glance you can almost kind of see what was going on in the art as far as i can tell for all of these there's kind of a hidden description of the card that was procedurally generated so mm. this is from wadaboo aka oleg dolia's twitter account that's at wada wadaboo so an example of a card would be Ace of Shields, and then the description, In an inn, a white-skinned saint hovers in the air. His hood is black. The saint wants nothing more than to reclaim the lands and title stolen from him. So it's a procedurally generated name of the card, a procedurally generated description. And as far as I can tell, the art comes from the description that 
there's some oh, procedurally wow. generated art program matching descriptions to generated art. Whenever you generate a new card, you almost sort of see what it's going for. The name often matches the art. It's pretty cool. Check it out. Next up is a game called The Cell Call. This is a really simple little game made by a user called Token. Uh, as far as I can tell, there's not much you can do besides make these little cells, these little circles. They're all neon in color, so they look really cool. And you can choose a couple of rules for what cells can do. You can have them able to move or not move. You can have them eat each other. They can generate energy, like they can move around and grow bigger without even having to eat each other. And you basically just see these little cells, these little circles, or they become almost stars, move around, eat each other, eat the, the energy sources on the screen. And it's like a little microscopic ecosystem, all procedurally generated and yeah. pretty cool lights and colors. Yeah, it's so cute. It's just like, it's just fun to watch. There's <laughs> There isn't much to do, but it is just like... Yeah, it's so interesting and fun to watch. Yeah, exactly. Like, you can click on the screen and make a cell, yeah. but, like, there's there's almost no point. It's just a, it would make a nice little, like, desktop background or screensaver or whatever. Yeah. And I saw there's, with this proc jam, there's all kinds of screenshots of things people have made. And I saw a couple of screenshots from this game because it really catches the eye for its simplicity and its the amount of action on the screen at one time. Yeah, I, like, I checked all of the boxes on the menu and my screen is just kind of like filling up with these like pink and orange bubbles. And I don't really know why. I don't know what's doing that, but it's happening. <laughs> yeah, I like the, the little ones that kind of move around and try to like yeah. seem like they're trying to eat each other. Just another great example of like simple, nothing really to it, but it, it makes something kind of unique and interesting. Yeah. And finally, one that's really on brand for us, the Dictionary of Forgotten Meaning. <laughs> this is a simple dictionary Markov chain by Laminator Moth. Nope, Laminated Moth. You can find Laminated Moth on Twitter by that same name. Just as simple as anything we make on this, it's generated by Markov chains, anything we look at anyway. We, no we don't often make the programs, but... It's just Markov chains, but instead of words, like the Botnik Markov chains, it seems to be character by character that fake words are made up. And then dictionary definitions are made also by Markov chains with words as their unit rather than characters. So I'll generate a word and give you the meaning. Dream whisk. To superintend the acid liberated and handsome American <laughs> rodent of two strata form... <laughs> Indicating future events, customary, ordinary, trite, as daredevil sightment, a humorous remark, an obverse manner. One that I just generated is, like, very cut and dry, but it's great. It, the word is anotherness, which, is that, a, is that an actual word? Because if not, it's pretty good. Um, and the definition is just to cut their own existence. Well, I just got <laughs> semitive. Having smooth succulentness and <laughs> say prehensive, see a roint <laughs> for metal bed to lengthen. <laughs> Primate, assault of the state. <laughs> that sounds like a movie. <laughs> it is now. Undwoman, an eruption of the use of fur is a half of one foot. Swan, to tell me, Gray Snapper. Sea Skeg. 
ladle, that which lasts 4,320 years young. <laughs> That's, that's why all the paraphernalia for like 423,000 birthdays all it's has a bunch of ladles on it. It's the ladle anniversary. Yeah, it's the, it's the ladle year. Yeah, so I think we, the two of us particularly, could just hit this unearth new oh, words yeah. <laughs> button forever. It just really tickles a niche that we try to explore a lot mm. on this show. So yeah. it is the dictionary of forgotten meaning. Very cool. Yeah, so if you want to check out Proc Jam stuff, like I said, you can go to itch.io slash jam slash Proc Jam or procjam.com. Both of them have uh, the entire contents of this year's Proc Jam as well as the last four years of Proc Jams. And Proc Jam is put on by Mike Cook, Azalea Rad, and Jupiter Hadley. You can find their Twitter accounts and some contact information at procjam.com. So, yeah, this seems like the sort of thing we will be following closely, maybe even trying to make something for next time around. <laughs> Definitely. And uh, I am actually going to, we, we're going to keep on going with some Proc Jam um, creations from this year because I'm actually going to use a couple of them for my trashy toy this week. Yes. Yeah, if we have 30 games or 70 games sitting in front of us, why not play them? <laughs> yeah, so... I have decided to take two of them and try to use them in confluence with each other and try to let you tell a little story using these tools. This this past week, Justin and I actually um, got together with a bunch of friends and played D&D, and I DM'd for the first time. And Wait, I am, they're all going to know that we're nerds. That we're big, stupid nerds, I know. <laughs> After eight weeks of this podcast or whatever, they're finally on to us. <laughs> I know. Um, if, it, if it's any comfort, it's like the second time we've ever played D&D. So. <laughs> and now it's going to be a monthly thing. Oh, yeah. But I I DM'd and I really, really enjoyed that experience of leading my friends on a story and kind of setting up a structure for them and allowing them to make choices about their characters and about what they wanted to do and whatnot. So when I saw a couple of these, um, a couple of these tools that some people made for Proc Jam, it kind of gave me an idea for something. And I want to see how this goes. I'm not totally sure if it's going to work as well as it seems like it might in my head, which is already not not great. <laughs> so let's, um, let's see how this goes. So the first tool that we're going to be playing with is it's an odd little um, text game called You Wake Up in a New Town. And this one is made by a user called Rumple. <laughs> this game is, it's very, very simple, but kind of eerie. Um, and I, I really enjoy that. The way it works is the first screen that you get on You Wake Up in a New Town is just white text on a blue background that says, You Wake Up in a New Town. By Florencia Rumpel Rodriguez, and there's a start button. So you hit start, and then there's some text that says, You wake up in a new town. You wonder which town it is this time. And you wake up is is a link, so you click that link, and then this is the, the first screen that you get that's kind of it's that is procedurally generated, and so it's every time you go through you can go through kind of like an endless cycle of this uh of this screen where it says something like this one says it's a bright new day in Riodia 
in Rio in Rioita. <laughs> Famous for its eternal sea. Adriana, Dalton, and Noah are in town today. Maybe you should say hi. You could always check out the eternal sea or go back to bed. And so the the options that you have on these screens is you can always you can talk to you can click on the three names that are mentioned of the people who are in town today. You can check out the adjective noun that the town is famous for, or you can go back to bed and start a new one. So <laughs> that's you wake up in a new town. The other tool that I want to use is something that tickled me, and I'm sure it tickled Justin as well because I sent it to him earlier today. Um, it's <laughs> it's called 10,000 Imaginary Boys. And Perfect. It's it's flawless. <laughs> and my only complaint: not enough boys. Not enough boys. Not nearly enough boys. I need millions. Um, it's even simpler than you wake up in a new town because all it is is you have the option to generate just a short description of a boy. For example, the one that I am uh, on right now. It says he hesitantly whispers his breathtaking name. Brian. <laughs> <laughs> and the next one, um, the next one is he is hidden and possession. So they're they're not all totally coherent. So. My guess is there's like X amount of prompts or like yeah. X amount of uh, answers or whatever X amount yeah. of ways that describe the boy, and then in each description, there's probably like two or three variables with X amount of values yeah. to them. Yeah, so this one was made by a user named uh, Marilyn Roxy, and what she says about it, which kind of clears up some some things, 10,000 Imaginary Boys is primarily made up of words and concepts that I personally find alluring, though sometimes the results can be humorous too. Ethereality, music, the occult, luxuriousness. So that kind of explains the whole tone that this uh, that this little tool is gonna is gonna turn out. So I <laughs> had the idea that Justin. I'm going to lead you through a little adventure here. I'm at least going to try, and I'm going to try to... It's going to be a very simple cycle of this you-wake-up-in-a-new-town game, and I'm going to try to apply the character traits from 10,000 Imaginary Boys to the characters that are generated by you-wake-up-in-a-new-town. My thought here was that I will tell you what's going on, and then in each interaction with a person... Based on the trait that is given by um, by Ten Thousand Imaginary mm. Boys, I can kind of try to play that character. Oh for my you, god! You, you just... are DMing me through a procedurally yeah. generated RPG. <laughs> I'm gonna try. <laughs> this sounds phenomenal. So uh, let's let's start here. So in this story, Justin, you're you're gonna. I guess you're gonna you're gonna kind of be playing yourself. All right, I always am playing myself. So first thing that happens is. You wake up in a new town. You wonder which town it is this time. <laughs> Do you have any guesses? <laughs> Pittsburgh. <laughs> it's a bright new day in Algixby. Mm, suburbs. Famous for its hiding evening. Hmm. Raymond, Alexa, and Spencer are in town today. Maybe you should say hi. All right. I need to say hi to Raymond. Let's say hi to Raymond. So the other thing that when you say hi to Raymond, there's a little bit of an interaction that happens between you two. But here is what I've generated from 10,000 Imaginary Boys is you left him on the chair bound and conquered. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's sounds about right. What we get from 
the game is Raymond seems to not <laughs> checks out. Raymond seems to be doing not so well. You talk a little. It looks like you and Raymond enjoy chocolate. That's nice. All right, so so that's that's the information we've got. Here. We shared some chocolate, then I left him bound and conquered. All right. Yeah. Well. Yeah. So do, I don't know if it, like do, do you want to try to like improv a conversation with Raymond or just like I I don't even know how I to, might like, come make... back to Raymond. He's he's bound and conquered. He's still recovering. All right. So your other two people are Alexa and Spencer, and you could always check out the hiding evening or go back to bed. So I don't want to check out the hiding evening yet because this is a bit meta, but once you go visit the place, you you have to go back to bed. <laughs> oh, okay. So I'll go talk to Alexa next. And if you're listening to this in the same room as your Echo Dot, <laughs> Alexa. Um. So from, from 10,000 Imaginary Boys, what we have about Alexa is before he rises, he is statuesque. It's beautiful. Hmm. So then in your in your encounter, Alexa seems to be saying, well, shit, a lot. You talk a little. <laughs> it looks like you don't really get along with Alexa. <laughs> you should talk to someone else. All right. Yeah, that's accurate. So a statuesque Alexa is yelling, well, shit, a lot. <laughs> and Raymond is just left uh, bound and conquered after yeah. enjoying some chocolate with me. So I'm going to go talk to Spencer. All right. In the cooling breeze... He becomes esemplastic. I've never heard or Mm. seen this word in my life. He becomes esemplastic fanciful. Esemplastic, molding, unifying. Mm. Spencer seems to be longing for something. You talk a little. It looks like you and Spencer enjoy coffee. That's nice. All right. um, It seems like Spencer's the one that I might be able to, to get through to here. Spencer, I've noticed you're longing for something. What is it? I think it's I think it's coffee. Yeah, it makes sense. Is there any place to get a, a good coffee here? And I'm gonna go with uh, asym asymptotic. Yeah, this this town's called like Agaplexy or something like that. Anywhere to get a good cup of Joe here in Agaplexy, Spence? Yeah, go get it from Joe. <laughs> Joe good. has that stand over by the the hiding evening. Good call, Joe's Joe's stand. Do you know if they sell chocolate there? I, I met a guy earlier who likes chocolate. Nah. <laughs> Just no Joe's chocolate. Joe and that's it, I guess. Just Joe's Joe. They sell chocolate over at uh, Ray's Cafe. It oh, is, it's owned by that guy who you tied up in that chair over there. Yeah, I, I think the rest of the town's going to be pining for some chocolate now that I've left Raymond incapacitated. Yeah, you might not want to do that. Well, I mean, if you're longing for some coffee, do you want to go over to Joe's Joe with me? Yeah. While we're there, I mean, we could check out the hiding evening. Yeah, let's go. Let's check out the hiding evening while we're there. Is it is it like on the way or is it like kind of next door? It's kind of just beyond it, so. Could you remind me of what the hiding evening is? Let's find out. The hiding evening it seems to be very hiding. Looks like you made two new friends today. <laughs> Man, I, I don't know if I would describe what me and Raymond did as making friends, but... He would. All right. <laughs> well, hope he's not expecting a call. I think I'll be in a new town by tomorrow. I think you will. <laughs> it's a shame I'll have to leave Spencer by. And Spencer, before we go... Yes? How do you like your coffee? It's some plastic. Weird. I'm out of here. Not stirred. All right. <laughs> 
Ready to go back to bed? Absolutely. Right inside of Joe's Joe next door to the hiding (laughs) evening. All right. You wake up in a new town. You wonder which town it is this time. You start your day in the Iaviga. Iaviga. Famous for its mysterious sea. Maxwell, Alexa, and Kylie are in town today. Maybe you should say hi. All right. I want to say hi to Alexa first to see if she's still statuesque and going, oh, shit. I think things have gotten a little worse for Alexa. Let me, let me. He is my ambitious sweetie. (laughs) Okay. And Alexa seems to be saying, fuck a lot. You talk a little. So things have only gotten worse for Alexa, I think, here today. Uh, Alexa, is everything okay? Fuck, no, fuck. You need me to leave you alone? That would be great. All right, bye. Fuck. I'm going to go talk to someone else because Alexa really doesn't seem like a, a talking sort. She has yeah, her own issues. So. I'm going to go say hey to Maxwell. All right. In his hands, he holds your favorite fairy-like scrying mirror. Maxwell seems brooding. You talk a little. It looks like you and Maxwell enjoy coffee and octopus. That's nice. Maxwell, that's my favorite fairy-like scrying mirror. Oh, this? Yeah, can I, like, can I get it back? I mean, like, if you want to ruin my day like that. Hold on, hold on. I'm not getting it back for free. I hear you like coffee. I do. I hear you like octopus. Oh, I do. You want to go down and get a tacochino? Oh, a, a what? It's like takoyaki, which is the, the fried octopus, <laughs> but it's tacochino. It's just, you know, a tentacle inside of a shot of espresso. <laughs> Maxwell's like, I do like coffee and I do like octopus, but together they sound pretty fucking gross. <laughs> mm, I guess that's not going to get my mirror back. But I'm down. Let's go. Yes. Hold on. Let's go see if anyone else wants to go. All right. I want to go talk to Kylie. Okay. He sang a song with spoiled excommunication. Ooh. <laughs> All these 10,000 boys sound like a lost line from Leonard Cohen's Hallelujah. <laughs> I first thought that with the bound and conquered in the chair, and then that one really put me <laughs> over. These are, yeah, they're all from his, like, many drafts. Of... <laughs> I endorse that. Kylie seems to be saying, oh, shit, a lot. <laughs> you oh, talk Jesus, a little. another one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that all that's going on with Kylie? Well, it says, it looks like you don't really get along with Kylie. You should talk to someone else. <laughs> uh, listen, Maxwell, I've ran into someone like this before. I think it might just be a one-on-one taco chino uh, mirror exchange slash date. All right, I was really hoping that we'd get some, we'd, we'd meet some more people. You know a good place to enjoy a good taco chino around here? Yeah, there's this taco chino place. <laughs> Remember when I said they sound gross? Well, I was just kidding because it's this town is famous for its taco chinos. Knew it. <laughs> they, they, uh, yeah, there's there's a there's a place right on the sea, the mysterious sea. It overlooks the whole mysterious sea. It's really beautiful. All right, that sounds perfect. Let's go down to the sea, drink some Octo coffee, and I'll get that mirror back. Sick. All right, let's go check out. The I keep feeling sea. like I should be rolling for something. <laughs> Can I roll you for Takochino? Yeah. One. <laughs> One. Critical fail. You fall into the river. 
or whatever. <laughs> the mysterious sea seems to be very mysterious. Looks like you made one new friend today. You miss Raymond and Spencer. Aww. It's getting late. I didn't Go realize that bed. was part of this. You wake up in a new town. Isn't that cute? I and do miss Raymond like, and Spencer. Yeah. It's not constant. Like it's. All, I mean, obviously, it's all very random. But like, yeah, it's so cute. You miss the people in the last town you were in. And I only miss the ones I was friends with, too. I mean, yeah. Spencer and me, I don't know why I miss... Well, he was statuesque or whatever. Oh, he was. Can't remember. Was he the guy you got coffee with? No, you got coffee with Raymond. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, everybody loves Raymond. Everybody does. Ready to go back to bed? Yeah. So long, Maxwell. Bye. I didn't hear him because I was already asleep. <laughs> you wake up in a new town. You wonder which town it is this time. You wake up in Ejime, famous for its dangerous twilight. Things Ooh. get a little sketchy at sundown. <laughs> Dalton, Isabella, and Kylie are in town today. Maybe you should say hi. All right. First of all, I want to go see how Kylie's doing. <laughs> all right. Because yesterday Kylie was saying oh shit and didn't get along with me. You both found meek boys very entrancing. <laughs> <laughs> well... I know I do, so if Kylie does too, we're we're in for a good night. Kylie seems anxious. You talk a little. Kylie. Yeah. What? I mean, sorry, I don't I don't mean to interrupt you. I don't even No. You probably no, don't know that I know me. you. You you know how do you know me? How do you know me? I know you from uh <laughs> shit. Oh wait, yeah, that's how I know you from Ah shit. Oh, I, yeah, that's right. I was in I was in another town a couple towns over yesterday, and I was just walking around saying, ah, shit, a lot. I've been having a couple rough ones. Were you able to find any meek boys? Meek boys? Meek boys. Uh, not, 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 not back there. That's why I came here. I'm hoping to find some in, in uh, Ejime. Well, that makes two of us. School. You want to go, uh, go on the hunt together? Yeah. All right. Let's go hunt down some meek boys. All right. I want to go check out Dalton first. That sounds like a meek boy's name. All right. You love it when he wears blue jacket. Man, I hope he's wearing blue jacket right now. Oh, you know who he is. Dalton seems to be longing for something. You talk a little. It looks like you and Dalton enjoy coffee. That's nice. <laughs> I turn to Kylie. Hey, Kylie, this is pretty promising. He's wearing the blue jacket that I like. We both <laughs> like coffee. Who doesn't? And he's longing for something? Yeah. I mean, like, do you do you know this guy? You seem to have you seem to be familiar with his blue jacket. No, I mean, I don't know him, but like, you ever have that feeling where you know that you don't know someone or you don't know a place, but you have distinct memories of that person or place? Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of getting that feeling with Dalton too. All right, that cool. I'm glad jacket, that's man. a universal thing that we all feel here in Edgeme. Hey, Dalton. Yeah. My <laughs> you sound <voice. laughs> you sound wistful, longing even. Got something on your mind? Yeah. What's on your mind, Dalt? Ah, coffee. <laughs> it always is with you boys in blue jacket. You boys in blue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, how about some respect for our boys in blue? <laughs> Dalton's like, yeah, man, how about some respect for this boy here in blue? So me and my friend Kylie here, uh, we're we're interested in some some coffee. Uh, we might actually go get some a little later if you want to hang out with us and maybe go grab a, a cup of Joe. You know, where can we get coffee around here? And is there any hour at which we should or should not get coffee? Yeah. Um. Man, I was just thinking about when I I I, I knew a meek boy once, kind of like myself. 
and we used to get coffee together all the time and we would go to that place we would go to that place uh just just as the dangerous twilight would set in Ooh, you think that's safe no perfect me and kylie will love seeing how meek you are at dangerous twilight but first, let's go see if there's anyone else in town that wants to get coffee with us. I mean, it wouldn't be fun if me and Kylie were both kind of competing for a meek boy. Let's go see Isabella. She sounds <laughs> like right. a meek boy. <laughs> His blonde hair smelled just like peppermint. Perfect. Isabella seems to be doing okay. You talk a little. Looks like you and Isabella enjoy chocolate. That's nice. Hmm. Well, hair smells like peppermint. We both like chocolate. Dalton. Why don't you go talk to Isabella? I feel like any lover of chocolate likes those other bitter, dark substances like coffee. <laughs> Maybe Isabella could be talked into getting some chocolate peppermint macchiatos with us. <sighs> Won't be anything like the meek boy I once knew, but I'll give it a shot. What was that meek boy's name, Dalton? That meek boy's name was Raymond. What? <laughs> he loved chocolate. Oh my god, wait, go talk to Isabella. I have to talk to Kylie about something. (laughs) You're making me make my NPCs in this fake game talk to each other. (laughs) Kylie. Yeah? Remember how we both have that thing where we have memories of people from the past and we also keep going like town to town or something? Yeah, yeah, it's freaking me out. I think Dalton might be, you know, one of us. I think everybody's one of us. What? Man... (laughs) Hold on. We need to go listen to Dalton and Isabella's conversation. Let's just like (laughs) go over to their table, but like play it cool. Like don't say anything. We can just pretend we're having like a small conversation, just quiet, like so we can listen in. Ready? All right. Let's listen to them. Isabella is sitting at the table and she's got just a bar of chocolate in her hands and she's kind of breaking off pieces and taking little bites. And Dalton's got, he, he has managed to get a steaming black cup of coffee and uh, as you guys walk over Isabella just seems to be doing she's she's doing okay she's just like sitting there kind of like placidly looking at Dalton just listening but and Dalton is just kind of wisp- wistfully uh he's kind of prattling on about um this meek boy that he once knew that's he's kind of a one-trick pony is Isabella reacting at all to Dalton's prattle no she's fine she's just she's just nodding uh, they kind of dismissively or is she like no. oh, like actually somewhat she's, interested she's somewhat interested but like if if he were to walk away right now she'd be fine with that too hey you two i interesting you're having that conversation uh i was just talking to my friend kylie here we we actually both have these memories of people we used to you know get coffee with or uh leave bound and conquered or whatever you know <laughs> usual usual stuff <laughs> And Isabella's like, yeah, I've been there. <laughs> the Bound and Cochran one, I've done it. <laughs> nice, nice, yeah, same. Um, so we were just talking about how it's so weird. Like, it seems like every day we meet someone new and we're in that kind of situation with them. And then the next day we're just in a whole new place and all new people around us. And I, I kind of miss those old people. Do you guys you ever get that feeling? Dalton's like, I miss my meek boy Raymond every day. Oh, Raymond. All right, Dalton, we get it. <laughs> Isabella? Yeah? You ever get that feeling like uh, you're you're remembering someone from the past, but your past is so so varied and so constantly changing that you can almost barely keep a hold on what's the present, what's the past, and you have no idea what the future might hold? Yeah, I guess, but it's pretty chill. It's all good. Kylie. <laughs> yeah. Normally when I say this kind of stuff to people, I would expect them to 
think I'm really weird or something, but everyone here is just going with it, agreeing. I think we're trapped in some kind of weird universe where we retain some memories, but like not all of them. And like everything is always changing. I think you're right. I've been thinking this too. It's been, it's been really tripping me out, man. I like, I don't even know what to do. And as, as you guys are having this conversation, the, um, twilight is setting in the dangerous twilight. <laughs> I didn't know if you were going to do it. Cause my next line was going to be like, Oh my God, everyone look outside. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that would have been funnier. <laughs> Yeah, so the dangerous twilight has set in. Oh god, everyone look. Look out the window. It's it's time. Oh, Jesus. The dangerous twilight seems to be very dangerous. Looks like you made two new friends today. You can choose who which two. You miss Raymond and Spencer and Maxwell. Oh no, I almost forgot that I miss Maxwell. I think the two that I'm going to miss from here are probably Dalton and Kylie. Isabella was kind of in and out. How how much like how much did you click through this game? Not much. Oh my god, this is so good. You don't know how long this has been going. Waking up in a different town that will be gone after you go to bed is taking a toll on you. You're tired of missing your friends. Maybe you could try to go visit them. Maybe if you don't go to bed and stay awake, things won't change. It's getting late. Go back to bed? No, I can't. I'm gonna try (laughs) to... I wanna try to go visit them. Alright, let's try to go visit them. You start walking. You put one foot after the other. You walk 100 steps. You walk 1,000 more. You need to rest. You wake up in a new town. No. <laughs> this game is good, man. I had no idea it did that. Holy Me shit. neither. I guess you... there's like one way to write this story and we <laughs> all did it. You wake up in a new town. You wonder which town it is this time. You wake up in Jorfa. <laughs> Famous for its orderly park. Kylie, Kelsey, and Raymond are in town today. Maybe you should say hi. I go to Kylie. The scent of cinnamon filled the cottage when he walked in. Kylie seems to not be doing so well. You talk a little. Kylie, you, you're you like flogged against a cross and you oddly <laughs> smell of cinnamon, which is lovely. But something's very wrong, Kylie. Do you remember me? I, I, who are you? Oh, God, where are we? Jorfa? Jorfa? Yeah. Oh, man, yesterday I woke up in God knows where, like a couple of days ago, and you were there, and we realized we're trapped in this world that keeps changing, and we can't stop it or stay the same from one day to the next. Oh, man, I don't like this. I don't like this at all. I'm not doing so well. I I can tell. I mean... The smell of cinnamon is starting to overpower me a little bit. I think I have to get out of your house. Uh, that's what happens to me when I freak out. That's what my sweat smells like. It's it's kind of nice, but also kind of weird. Yeah, that's actually, I wouldn't even consider that like a disease or a condition. It's more of a blessing, honestly. I guess. That's one way. Do you want to come with me and see if anyone else is, uh, is experiencing this kind of stuff too? Yeah, I guess we should try to figure this out. I want to go talk to Raymond. In the breeze. He becomes skeletal tragedy. Jesus. Raymond seems jumpy. You talk a little. It looks like you and Raymond enjoy chocolate. That's nice. Is that what you enjoyed before together? I forget if we like coffee or chocolate. I think it was chocolate. I think it was chocolate because I think Spencer was coffee in that one. Yeah. Raymond! Ah! Oh my God, it's you. I thought I would never see you again. 
What? Don't do that to me, man. I, I'm, I'm, I'm super jumpy. What's your problem? Last time I saw you, you were bound to a chair and conquered. Man, yeah, I mean, I like, I thought that was just a dream, but like, ever since I had that dream, I've been really on edge, man. So this is, I've not been having a great time of it, but. You, you, you thought it was a dream. Did you think it was a dream because you woke up and you weren't even in that same town the next day? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Oh, God. Me and Kylie here. This is my friend Kylie. Kylie, Raymond, Raymond, Kylie. Hi. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. <laughs> my friend Kylie here has been going through the same thing, and we've this is the second time we've found each other. Now it's the second time i found you. I think we're all, I don't know, we're trapped or something, and we, we got to get out, but I don't know what to do. I tried to come find you guys, but I fell asleep, and then I woke up here in Jorfa. Maybe we should go get some chocolate. That well, maybe you are a one-trick pony, Raymond. This is why I had to b- bound you to a chair earlier to experience <laughs> something else in your godforsaken life. Well, I mean, do you ever read those Harry Potter books? Remember that guy, that that werewolf guy, Remus Lupin? He like he all he always gave everybody chocolate and made it seem like that made everything better. I've always lived by that. So. Yeah, I guess I just read other kind of Harry Potter works where there was a lot of like Lupin and uh, sometimes Sirius Black was there. It was weird, and one of them or the other would get bound to a chair and conquered. Uh, maybe I've <laughs> revealed a little bit too much. Anyway, let's go talk to Kelsey. Hey, I love fanfic too, man. I'm a huge dog star shipper. <laughs> okay, perfect. Let's go talk to Kelsey about our, our ships and chocolate and what. Oh, wait. I think it's called Wolf Star. <laughs> All right. You're going to talk to Kelsey. All right. Upstairs, he is malice. Kelsey <laughs> seems to be saying, well, fuck a lot. <laughs> I would definitely describe that as a malice upstairs. <laughs> yeah. Kelsey, why are you so angry? I'm just really frustrated, man, and it's your fault. (laughs) Well, if it involves one of the two following things, I'm right there with you. Either uh, Harry Potter fanfiction slash fic. Oh, I hate Wolfstar. Oh, okay. Well, the other option was going to be that we're trapped in a universe where every day we retain our memories but are left somewhere completely dissociated from the previous day. But we can still sometimes find people who we saw in these past dreams slash realities. Yeah, that's bugging me a little bit. But honestly, I'm just so pissed that, like, you know, the love between Remus and Tonks is sacred. And people just just deny it and try to pretend that all this time he's just been in love with Sirius and everything he felt for Tonks was fake. I don't think that's necessarily the point of Dog Starshippers. I think, you know, sometimes the love you feel when you were young uh, never quite goes away, even if you mature and find new love. But that's not, well, maybe that is what we're concerned with right now. I mean... (laughs) There's kind of two ways to live in this world, right? Like, we can either curse every day. I mean, that seems to be what you're doing right now, quite literally. Yeah. Um, We can either, like, curse every day and regret our existence, or we can just enjoy the time we have here and make the most out of what we're doing uh, together, enjoy the people we're with, but not mourn the loss of those people if they exit our lives. We could try. Kelsey. But I'm not too hopeful. (laughs) Kelsey, I just, I I don't think you're going to be one of those people I miss when I wake up tomorrow, if we're being honest. But Raymond and Kylie here, uh, we were probably about to like, I don't know, get some chocolate and just kind of try to enjoy our cursed existence if you wanted to join us. I'd rather not. I'm going to sit here and stew upstairs. All right, bye. You guys want to head for the orderly park? There might be a cafe there. Yeah, you know what, Kylie, Raymond, I think it's time we, we stop regretting that our life is a eternal return in which we are forced to experience new things with the same old memories every day because even if we weren't waking up in a new town every day isn't that what life is anyway yeah i guess
kind of forget what my whole deal was. So I forget which one you are because your voice sounds just like Raymond's. But I, th- I think think you got your answer there, bud. Oh, okay, cool, Kylie. Yeah, you were you always seem like the chill one that also uh, sympathizes with what's going on with me, but is sometimes anxious or something. And right now you smell a bit like cinnamon. Yeah. It just, yeah, I'm just really freaked out, man. All right, well, maybe we can reduce that cinnamon smell by putting some chocolate in you and uh, relaxing in the orderly park. Let's let's go try to enjoy ourselves for once in our forsaken lives. <laughs> the orderly park seems to be very orderly. Looks like you have made no new friends today. Try not to worry about it, which I guess is true because you didn't get along with Kelsey and Kylie and Raymond aren't new. Exactly. I feel like I'm finally at peace. You miss Spencer and Maxwell and Dalton and Isabella. While I miss them, it's it's more of a bittersweet missing rather than cursing my loss of them from my lives. You don't know for how long this has been going. Waking up in a different town that will be gone after you go to bed is taking a toll on you. You tried to leave and it was pointless. Maybe you should drop it. Maybe if you don't go to bed and stay awake, things won't change. It's getting late. Go back to bed. So the three options you have here are you could leave again, stay awake, or go back to bed. I think leaving is fruitless and staying awake, I think, would just be equally fruitless at this point. But I don't know if you've tried staying awake yet. You know, so you're right. Maybe I happens. maybe I can just stay awake forever. You guys going to try to hype up on some caffeine and just stick it out all night? Yeah, I'm going to try. All right. You try to stay awake. Your eyes are sore. You rub them. You're feeling drowsy. You resist. You fall asleep. You wake up in a new town. You wonder which town it is this time. You wake up in Drukus. This must be in Wales because it's spelled D-R-W-U-C-S. I can't quite remember my Welsh pronunciations, (laughs) but I feel like Drukus is not quite right. right. (laughs) Famous for its mysterious hideout. Jeffrey, Adriana... And Layla are in town today. All right. Well, all three of these people are new. Um, I'll start by talking to Jeffrey. I'm pretty like chilled now. I th- I think I've I've come to realize the ever repeating <laughs> nature of my cursed existence. So I've adopted a more zen approach to all of this. All right. You inquisitively await his inexperienced eye. Yep. Jeffrey Sounds seems. Right. <laughs> Jeffrey seems anxious. You talk a little. It looks like you and Jeffrey enjoy octopus. Hey, Jeffrey. Hey. Hey. You seemed confident, but then shy. Yeah. Anxious, even. I'm just kind of in my head today. I just have a lot of thoughts running around. I feel like the one thing that would make it better is a nice, hot, cold octopus. However you like that octopus, it sounds great to me. I like octopus, too. And I think... I don't know what's going on in your head, but the last few days I've had a lot in my head too. But now that I'm in Drukus, you speak you speak any Welsh, Jeff? Nah. Yeah, me neither. Uh, now that we're here in Drukus, I guess we should just try to make the most of our situation. Yeah, I guess. I guess. I guess. guess let's we can try. Let's try to get our minds off the weight of the world and get some octopus, get some All takoyaki. Right. You know, have you ever had a tacochino? I haven't had a tacochino, but is that what I think it is? It's gross. I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> oh, okay. Let's go see if uh, Adriana next door wants to wants to get some octopus or something with us. He is my hallucinatory devotee. All right. Adriana seems moody. 
You talk a little. Looks like you and Adriana enjoy coffee. Slim selection of things that you like in this game. Well, I mean, I had to input all the things that I like at the beginning, and it's three <laughs> items. Coffee, chocolate, and octopus. Hey, Adriana. Hey. So, um, I see you're a fan of coffee? Yeah. What of it? <laughs> that classic moody phrase. <laughs> Um, me and my buddy Jeffrey here were trying to find a place to check out that new fad coffee sensation, Tacochino. You ever, you ever hear of that one? <sighs> Tacochino is so two towns ago. <laughs> yeah, I, I have to admit I did try it once and I thought it was pretty gross and now I'm just trying to be cool, but I don't really know how to be cool. So I'm just trying to adopt things that like I knew used to be cool. Yeah, I can tell. Yeah, sorry. Uh, I'm going to try to drop the act. You want to maybe try to go find a place to get coffee and octopus, but not in the same container? I guess. Whatever. All right. Well, that's the spirit. I feel like I'm making new friends already. <laughs> Let's go across the street and see if Layla can make it three for three now that we're peacefully here in Drukas. He was truly the archetype of a gleaming demigod. All right, sounds like my type. <laughs> Layla seems to be saying, oh, shit, a lot. Ah, <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> you talk a little. It looks like you and Layla enjoy coffee. That's nice. Hey. <laughs> oh, shit. What? If I had a penny for every time I heard that from a gleaming demigod, I would only have one penny. But if I made it a less restrictive thing, like every time I've heard that from anyone I've met on my journey, <laughs> I would have a few pennies. Is that a pickup line? <laughs> I, I, I don't know what goes for a pickup line here in Drukas. It's been a while. Well, that one didn't work. Let me try another one. But I do like coffee. <laughs> hey, uh, you, you like coffee? I do like coffee. Oh, cool. Me and Adriana here, we're going to try to find a place to get coffee. And oh, my friend shit. Jeffrey's actually really into octopus, so we might try to find a place with him. Oh, shit. That sounds cool. <laughs> Nice. Oh, man, I didn't see where that was going, but I liked it. <laughs> um, you know anything else in this town besides a coffee or octopus experience? Well, there, there's the mysterious hideout over there. I don't really know what that's about, but I've always wondered. I want to check it out. Oh, shit, let's go. <laughs> all right. Me, Jeffrey, and Adriana and Layla are all going to the mysterious hideout first before we get coffee or octopus and... I want to talk to them first. Guys, listen. Yeah. <laughs> that's They all said it in unison. All right. That was beautiful harmonization. It sounded like a single voice producing Thanks. that. Yeah. Thanks. So, Thanks. <laughs> oh, now you're going for, you know, a little bit of, a little bit of different tones there. All so, four uh, of us, we, this is, um, okay, Layla says, oh, shit, I've always wanted to be in a barbershop quartet. Do you think we can get that going when we get to the hideout? Um, Yes. But there's something I need to tell you all. You guys probably have an idea of it now, but every time we go to bed, any of us, maybe we as humans, maybe this is something that's always happened to all of us, but when we go to bed, we don't wake up in the same place or even perhaps as the same people we were when we went to sleep. And I don't mean that in a metaphorical sense that like, you know, you can't step in the same river twice. No, indeed, we are literally teleported to different places and I've met the same people multiple times. And sometimes they're a little different than the first time I met them. Adriana is like, come on. That's ridiculous. Hey, look, I know. I wouldn't have believed it if I told myself it like four days ago. But now 
I've started to make peace with this. All I'm trying to say here is we don't even have to fight this. There's nothing to be done about it. There's nothing we should try to do about this. Let's just enjoy our time together. Start our little barbershop quartet. <laughs> uh, get some coffee, get some octopus and check out this hideout. All right. Yeah, Layla is like, oh, shit, I have always wanted to resign myself to the relentless monotony of the day in and day out of this wild world we live in. Perfect. Yeah, I think it's time we all resign ourselves. That way we can finally try to be happy. And, you know, this is the first time I've ever made friends with everyone I've met in a town. (laughs) All right, you going to the mysterious hideout? Yeah. The mysterious hideout seems to be very mysterious. Looks like you made three new friends today. You miss Raymond and Spencer and Maxwell and Dalton and Isabella. You don't know for how long this has been going, waking up in a different town that will be gone after you go to bed is taking a toll on you. You tried to leave and it was pointless. Maybe you should drop it. You tried to stay awake and it was futile. Why should you try again? It's getting late. Go back to bed? Yeah, I think I've reached peace with you wake up in a new town, that I've made my friends, I don't curse the loss of my friends. (laughs) I've learned to be happy from Drukus to Allegheny or whatever. and <laughs> Allegheny, Pennsylvania. Even in the, the second place we were in. That turned out lovely and <laughs> wild. Yeah. What a good little game. I feel like I really went on a journey with that game. I feel I like you wake up in a new town, delivered surprises and yeah. delivered uh, something familiar as well. Yeah, because I like I clicked through it a little bit earlier, but I never got to that like that you know scream where it extrapolates more and is like you've tried this and you've tried that, which is so crazy how it like it's so well like that's why I asked if you had seen that before because you were already like <laughs> in your character were like questioning the nature of this situation and so yeah no I had only clicked through the yeah. names a bit I hadn't even gone to bed or anything like I think I re-rolled it once to oh, see okay. the new town but yeah that's so- it. It like played perfectly into the narrative that you were that you were uh, creating. It was so good. What a good yeah, game. and that was a really fun way to kind of explore a piece of procedurally generated game content and put something else on top of it. We talked about how a lot of these games are maybe not as polished as a game that one didn't make for a jam. But I think that one and a lot of these leave so much open ended and up to the player or user that you can go even further that since the game just keeps creating new stuff every single time, as long as you come into it in a creative mindset, you can kind of just make anything out of it. Yeah, yeah. I'm so glad that worked out. I did not know how that was going to go. So I definitely want to thank Marilyn Roxy for the 10,000 Imaginary Boys and Florencia Rumpel Rodriguez for You Wake Up in a New Town. But I also want to thank you for some very fun, innovative (laughs) game management there, some DMing of sorts through our our little adventure. Well... That was so fun. Um, we've mentioned, but if you want to check out th- these things that we've used in this episode, as well as all of the other stuff that was made for Ch- Proc Jam this year and in past years, you can, um, an easy way to kind of find that stuff is just to go to procjam.com. And uh, I think there's a link to the itch.io site right on the front there. We highly, highly suggest you explore some of that stuff. And um, yeah, there's so much cool yeah. stuff, no matter what you're into in terms of games or art or whatever there's something for you Uh, and if you're into this podcast there's probably stuff there that really will hit you the way it hit us oh yeah for sure 
Thanks to all of the people who made these things that we used and to the people who organized Proc Jam because it is such a cool thing. That's that's it for us. So if you want to get into contact with us, you can email us at robots at batcamp.org. You can find us on Twitter at Robot Typewriter, and you can find us on Facebook as Robots on Typewriters. If you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm at Allison Perone with three R's in the middle. Um, <laughs> nice. We live on a website called Batcamp um, that's at batcamp.org, and we have this podcast and another one up there, and hopefully some new cool stuff to come. I know I keep saying that, but hopefully we will actually get some cool stuff soon um bat camp is at bat camp site across facebook twitter and instagram and our theme song is video challenge by anamanaguchi and as we always say on this podcast the definition of unical is to organize carbohydrates <laughs> all right thanks bye bye kind of setting in a in a tr- train car and it just kind of like trundles through this you look um, to your left remus lupin is there <laughs> and he offers you chocolate you wake up in a new town um but <laughs> this town um, is called godrick's hollow all right we can't make this a harry potter podcast <laughs>